All right, you guys, this is a good one. You guys are in for another treat because it's Sunday. And this one was recorded last night, Saturday night and Sunday. So you get two for one. Hope you like it. It's the Lord and Bling show and it's just the Bling show now. He doesn't ever want to be a part of it. It's so freaking windy outside right now. It's cold too now, man. It's intense. Like it's kind of extreme at wind out there. I listen to how like. Well, whatever you can't hear it. Anyway, it's definitely feel free to help yourself to one of them banana nut muffins. There's more than enough to go around. The more, the merrier. I took a snapshot while we were up here, why not? I did. Because there's these two towers that are very tall and I'm pretty sure it's where the uh, residents, the medical students stay at. The resident students housing there. And it's the contrast against this deep, dark gray sky. And it looks like it could almost be like Asian or Russian. Of like you know, kind of uh, setting. I think I, you have to really let your imagination go a little bit sometimes. But you can see it once I point it out there. That I'll say that I'm confident in saying. And you can disagree or not, but I don't. You know, I'm not gonna say it if it doesn't look that way. I'm just making things up. But I knew a girl named Kathy. She would said the same thing that this looks like Jurassic Park with the mountains over here when they're green like this and it's all kind of foggy or rainy she's like it looks like Jurassic Park oh my gosh it look <laughs> oh my god it looks like Jurassic Park yeah sure does he <laughs> said give her a ride to work she was so mean to her boyfriend though yeah she was and I was like I feel bad because he was cool I just talked to him sometimes like hey I'm picking up him and, uh, I don't know. She was mean to him in front of me, and I'm just like, I'm just trying to go, man. I'm just trying to make it to work on time. So if we could just not talk about anything kind of dramatic-related right now. A lot of times, though, she was just playing Pokemon. Pokemon Go. Oh, my God. Bling, hold still. Hold still. I'm, it's a Pidgey. You're a Pidgey. Oh my god, Bling, you're a Pidgey. That's what she'd say. Things like that. Shut the fuck up, Kathy. Get out and fucking walk, Kathy. If you're gonna keep that up. If I'm gonna get the ca- caught in the middle of your little lover's quarrels, I do not want to pick you up for work anymore, please. And I do not pick her up for work anymore. Thank you very much. The rain, it's starting to come down. We're, it's, we're so lucky we got inside. Wow. My goodness. The rain looks gorgeous. <laughs> I've never seen such gorgeous looking rain in my life. Oh, there's a bag. The most beautiful thing in the world being filmed right there, that bag. All right, so we're back around over on this way, on this side. Oh, the tire light came on. The tire light is on. The tire light came on. Yes, right now, it just did. 
Oh man, that's bad news. I was so freaking, and I bet you it's from, you wanna know what it's probably from? It's probably from like the rim of the actual, it's not the tire, it's the wheel. Oh, I didn't signal, cause I hate the sound. No, it's, we can go somewhere. I know a place where we can go. We can get the tire checked, get, the, get all the pressures right, it'll be fine. Maybe like this part of their tire place, they just like put a slow leak in the front ones. They're like, oh, you don't want to buy four? You only want to buy two? Well, now I'll make sure you come back and buy four. I don't know which ones are leaking. It's just, the, just I just noticed it now. The lights are on my, yeah, it's not the light light. It's the tire light. It's the tire pressure light. Yeah, we got to go down and check this out. Well, that's what I, that's what I was trying to say last night. That's what I was trying to convey to everybody. It's just, if it's not one thing, it's something else. And you just kind of have to roll with the punches the best that you can. Turn that thing off. Turn it off. Just don't even signal anymore. We're just going now. Just put, you can turn the windshield wipers off. I'll turn those off. Is it cleaner from when we wiped it down? Is it? Turn them on. Leave them on. Don't be an idiot. Yeah, it looks cleaner, yeah. Because <laughs> oh, we need to get this straightened out if we're going to try and go fishing tomorrow. I think this will give us a pretty good idea of which tire it is. And we can go from there, whichever one's the least filled. I mean, it could be something wrong with the sensor itself now at this point, you know? It, it really could be. Yeah, I made an executive decision here. I've made an executive decision. Can I get everyone's attention? I have a very important announcement to make. You, in the back, face forward, eyes on the road. Now, it's very important that everyone listens to the, what I have to say. We're going to Wendy's. Yes, we are. We're going to Wendy's and I'm going to buy us all Frosties. Small Frosties. That's where we're going now. Because it's going to make us all feel better. Things are kind of tense. With this tire situation the way it is, things are kind of tense. So we're going to go get Frosties and then we're going to put air and see, see what's going on with these tires. But we need to get some fr small Frosties first. I would even argue some fries. Lord was the one. Oh, the power's out over here. Let's turn those windshield wipers off now. Idiot. The, the power's off over here. They got the UTAs all out. UTA power trucks out here. UTA is a big, big organization in Utah. And people might think it's smaller than it is a lot of times. They underestimate it. But that even has its own police. The UTA police are not normal government police they're like contracted police that's why you never hear of any problems from them from UTA police at least not I mean tracks is tracks is no picnic sometimes like doesn't matter who you are so which police force but I'd say UTA police are probably the best police because they don't ever like shoot anyone but yeah, I decided that we're going to Wendy's because um, 
it would just make us feel better. Click, 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 click. What? Is it the, the tell, the tell, telltale heart. Telltale heart. This is the telltale heart episode by Edgar Allan Poe. When we're gonna wait in Wendy's, when we're waiting in line. Well, I'm gonna read, we're gonna get into the telltale, in the spirit of Halloween, yes we are. I'm doing it, it's a special segment. We're deviating from the script this time. Just like we do every time. Because Mr. Ulysses does not own us. He may influence he may influence the things that we say, but he does not own who we are. And if I want to read the telltale heart, then that's what I'm gonna do. And you can I'm gonna tell Mr. Ulysses just that very same thing. And you can say that I forced you into it. You can say like we had no choice. You can literally use that excuse because you didn't have a choice that's exactly what i'm going to talk about and there's wendy's right there surprise how about that how about that for a turn of a little twist of events no way there's no one in line they must be out of power or what the hell there's no one in line i've never seen this before ever oh we're getting we are getting fries trust me on that i have to back up oh they someone beat me to it no, they didn't. They're skipping Wendy's. They're like, no, man. Yes, dude, there's no line. No, we're not. Pa- don't pause it. Keep recording. Keep recording. Eyes on the road, though. Focus on me, too. Focus on me. Hold on. We're coming back here. Now let's go. Here we go. Get ready. Time nine. Take your order, please. Yeah, can I get... Two small frosties and then a small fries, please. Two small frosties. One. One small fry. Anything else? That's it. Okay, six forty-nine. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, that little girl over there. Well, not little girl, but that girl. Almost got ran over. It looks like she's making a podcast. We're over here making a podcast. There's a lot of content create creation going on, especially in these parts. I don't know why. Um, we're just creative as a people, as a culture. It's what we believe in. So, like, Mormonism in itself is creative. So, that dude's got, like, a square around his driver's side window. Is it, like, the bulletproof area or something? Oh, Green Arrow, get it. Get it. Don't worry about the tires. Don't worry about the tires. Don't worry about the safety. Just go. Get the green arrow. That's what matters. Rule number 1.1.1. Get the green arrow no matter what. At all costs. Green arrows are important. They get you to where you need to be. and Otherwise, you're going to be sitting there for like a whole cycle and a half pretty much. <clears throat> pretty much a whole cycle. For sure. That's guaranteed. But depending on the click, 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 click. Yeah, I didn't have time to read the Telltale Heart by Edgar Allan Poe yet. I will when we get to this parking lot over here. I did start getting into the fries, though, however. Just so everyone knows. This girl wearing cat ears just came out of the house and tipped her head back and, like, ate some of the rain. And then went back inside. Of course, that starts happening now. Like, I'm not going out there to check my air. The air in my tires. Yeah, look, there she is. She's dancing around in it. She's about to get struck by lightning is what's going to happen. 
<laughs> What's up with the cat ears? Oh man, it's starting to get heavy. You can hear that, right? Don't have to dip it in fries. I'm not gonna check the air here. There's too many people here. Let's get the hell out of here. And it's raining. I'm just gonna check the air later. Or I can go over to Smith's. But I don't wanna, I'm not gonna get out in the cold and the rain and stuff. You know what I was just thinking too? I, I should have read, been reading the Telltale Heart right now, but what I was thinking, when I was just sitting there thinking, this is science, this is fact. So don't don't say like, oh, that's not true, or oh, there's no proof of that. Like, yes, there's actually plenty of proof of this. Um, tires can atrophy, or the air in the tire can go down. Turn this freaking blinker on. It can go down if it gets cold. And when you know it, it just got cold because of the um, rain. And so that can make the tires atrophy, that can make it go down below, you know, the PSI or whatever that makes the light come on. Turn those off too now. The Telltale Heart, what is it? Um... I thought I had it pulled up, but I don't. Maybe I do. No. Do I? Yes, there we go. Edgar Allan Poe. <clears throat> the Telltale Heart is a short story by American writer Edgar Allan Poe, first published in 1843. It is related by an unnamed narrator who endeavors to convince the reader of the narrator's sanity while simultaneously describing a murder the narrator committed. The victim was an old man with a filmy pale blue vulture eye, as the narrator calls it. The narrator emphasizes the careful calculation of the murder, attempting the perfect crime complete with dismembering the body in the bathtub and hiding it under the floorboards. Ultimately, the narrator's actions result in... Oh, green arrow, you have to take it. Take it. Take it. Uh, now, hang on. Turn that off. Ultimately, the narrator's actions result... You know what that reminded me of just now? Was Rihanna's song, Shut Up and Drive? Or maybe it's just called Drive. I got a zero to 60 and 3.5. Doing the six and the side of the side. I got a zero. That's a good song. I wanted to listen to it right now, but it's about the thunder, so listen up. Got a zero to sixty and three point five. I'm gonna bend it I don't know the lyrics. I know we were reading Edgar Allan Poe just a second ago, but we're almost at Smith's, and I was thinking of Rihanna, and I wanted to get that thunder because I know the lightning was big. But we're gonna go over here. We don't always just because you get a frosty and fries doesn't mean you have to dip it in. No, it doesn't. Lord, old Lord is actually the one that taught me that. Believe it or not, Lord taught me that. 
he said, he told me those exact words. He goes, just because I get a small frosty or just because I get a fries in a small frosty doesn't mean I dip it in. Doesn't mean I dip the fries in because I just don't. And I was like, dang, man. But he wasn't, there was no way you're going to convince him otherwise either. Like, no, you should or it tastes better that way. It's like, sometimes it tastes, sometimes I feel like dipping them in. Sure is what he said. And that was like, holy shit. Hold on, listen to this. But that was like the most sincerest I've ever seen Lord. Hear that? That's like, dude, that, that's real horrors. Like, that's real, real, ah, real horror film. Let's not go in, let's not park in the tire place just yet. Just back up back here. We'll just sit here with the window down. <clears throat> and then we'll read. Um, I'll keep, continue reading Edgar Allan Poe's story. But let me get into this other thing real quick. Or, dude, you guys can chill with me, dude. Because you're going to hear a bunch of thunder probably. Here. Just chill right there for a second. Oh, someone's locked out of their car. <laughs> So she's like, let me in right now. I'd be scared too. No, you're in the safest places in your car is because of the rubber tires. There's no ground or whatever. I don't know. I'm just gonna roll it up a little bit because like it's coming into my there. Is that cool? Is that... I don't wanna go out there in the rain and the lightning. Let's just wait till tomorrow. Before we go fishing there. Okay, I'm rolling it up all the way now. You can chill there. I'm pretty sure the power is going to go out again. I should turn off the computer before we left. No, I'm pretty sure it's going to, the power is going to go out here. Because those are big lightning strikes. Lightning doesn't strike in the same place twice. But they look big. They do, they look big. I don't know. We should just go back home while we're safe. We are right here, though. We could put air in. I don't want to get struck by lightning putting air in the tire. Look, the thunder rolls. Listen up. You hear that? That's rain. That's that's adverse weather. You want to go out in that and check the tires? Be my guest. How close does it have to get until you get scared? Too close? 
here. No, come here. Put the microphone over here. No, put it right there so everyone can hear. <clears throat> 3 30 in the morning. Not a soul inside. Oh my god. go check the tires no no thanks as the like a portal in the sky just opened up no I'm not going out to check the tires you can go check the tires I'm not not for that shit how close does it have to get that close right there the last one I'm scared I'm starting to get scared because the, the sky is that green color before tornadoes. I honestly just had, like, when I was up there by the unit. Oh, jeez. No, we're not doing that. No, I didn't show up When I was up at the university, yes. I had a thought for a minute that like it could be a tornado for a second. Like if you stop and think about it, not only does it look like Jurassic Park, but the weather too is just as turbulent, if not worse, then we're not going to check the tires. Not in this, no. Let's go. Because it's just storming out of nowhere. This was, I don't think anyone could have forecasted this. This stormy weather. It was just lightning and thunder. It came out of nowhere. We were just up there on the side of the mountain right before it started, too. I bet you. <clears throat> I bet you it lost some tire pressure. You can lose up to 13 PSI. Uh, I, I forget. There's a ratio. It's 10 degrees. Every 10 degrees is a few, I don't know, PSI. Just trust me on this one, okay? This is one you're going to have to trust me on. The, pro the light probably came on because the guy put them at the, like the minimum PSI. Atrophied. There you go. The rain's coming down right now. I, I can't. We don't have time for this. Doesn't matter. Just park the car. Park the car wherever. Doesn't matter if it's reserved or handicapped. We are handicapped, right? We are physically hit. Did you see how big that lightning is? Hold on. Listen to this. It is Jurassic Park. It's Jurassic Park out there. I'm telling you. Well, there's going to be a big one. I know it. There's going to be a big one. Here it comes. Hold on tight. No, that's not it. There's gonna be a big one, man. There's gonna be a big one. Watch, pull over there. Go over there. It's like Jurassic Park. Dude, that's what I was trying to tell you. It's like Jurassic Park. Okay, we're good. Pull in that one. Pull in that one. There's gonna be a big one. Oh, oh. 
Watch out. Watch out. Everyone just relax. Everyone be cool. We're back. We made it. We're home. We're safe. Quick, if we could do this, it's gotta be fast. It's gotta be oh the rain is cold. The rain is cold. I know, I know, I know. Oh jeez. So cold. Oh, don't die, don't die. Totally drenched. That was intense. I'm just grateful we made it back. Whew, safe and sound. <clears throat> still stormy outside. Still whatever, but yeah, we're in safe and sound. Safe and sound inside. Well, now let's just watch the show outside. I turned off all the fans. We're just sitting here. Doesn't look like it's raining anymore, really. Maybe the storm is gone. I turned the computer off, though. I turned all the electronics off. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Smart move by me. Yes, I know. I know. Thank you very much. No, there's no more lightning, though. It's all gone. Storm's gone. It's over. You know, things got pretty intense there for a minute. I was... My adrenaline was going running into the... Back into the studio. It just seemed like really dire at the time but now it's just no wind no rain no lightning isn't that kind of how life is though one second you know everything's fine and things are hectic and now things now things are just even more calm as they ever were like nothing ever happened i think life is like that a lot of times Oh, there was a ton of lightning, though. It's a good thing we didn't go fishing, because getting caught out in that, that would not be good. No, it's a good thing we didn't go fishing, because we would have got caught out in that and died. Doing what, died doing what we love, though. For some reason, this weather reminds me of the song Tranquilize, off the album Sawdust by The Killers. Don't ask me why, but it does. This the weather. It might <laughs> It just makes me think of that song, Tranquilized by the Killers. Being out here in the rain. We are out here in the rain. This is probably the last time we're out here in the rain. I think we're going back inside for the night. We shall see. Dude, I've never been one of those people that's like, oh, what are you cooking? Can I come over? But never, I've never been one of those people. But 
whoever lives over there is every time I walk past there, it smells good. I'm just like, man, what are they like? What is their secret? Because even now, walking past over there, it smells like they're baking a cake or something. But before, it's like spaghetti or like some sort of roast, some sort of pot roast. Like it always smells so good by that spot over there. And tonight, it smells like cake. I was just thinking, like, <clears throat> that's, that's the life, man. Just out there, making cake, baking all the best, just all this, the best tasting meals. I don't know what that's like. I don't, I'm not a good cook. And I even said once, walking past us, like, it always smells so good over here, like, Hoping she'd say, oh, we should come over for dinner sometime, but she didn't. I didn't get invited over, but I was trying. Dude, I was trying pretty hard, too. Although a lot of guys probably don't experience, like, the joys of yoga pants, I'm sure. There's a lot of women that don't get to really enjoy, like, basketball shorts, like gym shorts. Like, just loose-fitting, red gym shorts. That... Go down to, like, your knee. Nothing, dude, they look ugly on girls. And on guys. <laughs> like, but ugly on both sexes. But it doesn't matter if it's on guys. <clears throat> so that's why I'm saying, like, I don't know. If a guy wore yoga pants, I don't know. And it, it might not be very well received, I'm sure. Some, some people might be really into it. But if a girl wore, like, you know what I'm trying to say, man. It's not the same. It's not the same comparison. But you know what I'm trying to say. <clears throat> it's kind of there. The comparison's kind of there. Yeah, this, so this is sort of the studio within the studio. No, this is the home away from home. So this is where all the magic happens. We're in it right now. <clears throat> yeah, that's it. Close the blinds up. We're on location here. It said that the storm was going to be completely rolled out by 11.30. So we still have another hour, two hours probably. Okay, are you guys ready for the telltale heart again, round two? The narrator emphasizes the careful calculation of the murder... Attempting the perfect crime, complete with dismembering the body in the bathtub and hiding, hiding it under the floorboards. Ultimately, the narrator's actions result in hearing a thumping sound, which the narrator interprets as the dead man's beating heart. <clears throat> the story was first published well, in 1843, is often considered a classic of the gothic fiction genre and is one of Poe's best-known short stories. The story's final scene shows the result of the narrator's feelings of guilt. Like Mary, many characters in gothic fiction, they allow their nerves to dictate their nature. Despite their best efforts at defending their actions, their over-acuteness of the senses, which helps them hear the heart beating beneath the floorboards, is evidence that they are truly mad. The guilt of the narrator can be seen when the narrator confessed to the police that the body of the old man was under the floorboards. 
Even though the old man was dead, the body and the heart of the dead man still seemed to haunt the narrator and convict them of the act. Since such processes of reasoning tend to convict the speaker of madness, it does not seem, uh, whatever. Insanity defense, the narrator claims, okay, well, paranoid, the relationship, wow, they really... <clears throat> suggested Richard Wilbur suggested that the tale is an allegorical representation of Poe's poem to science, which depicts the struggle between imagination and science. In the telltale heart, the old man may thus represent the scientific and rational mind, while the narrator may stand for. Well, I said earlier that imagination is really important. So, yeah. see, that's how like deep thinking. I that's why that's why imagination is so important. Hell yeah, it's a brand new day. It's Sunday morning over here. I woke up in the middle of the night and ate a bunch of gummy bears. Just an entire pack of gummy bears in the middle of the night. Wasn't even thinking about it. I might as well have ripped it open with my mouth and then just started eating it, but that's not what happened. I just tore a little corner off and made a little funnel after taking that corner off. And just funneled the gummy bears. There's a few of them down here still left on the ground that I picked up off the bed. Little makeshift bed that we got here on the floor. Um, so they're over here. We'll go ahead and throw those away. There's an empty pack. There's yellow. There's two green ones. There's, um, yeah. So those ones got loose last night. You know, some people ask me, and I'm sure, I'm sure Lord gets asked this all the time too. Like, what are you going to do today? Or what are you trying to do today? And on a Sunday... That's a difficult question to answer. You can hear the coffee maker in the back here at the studio. Now we're all starting to wake up and get to our feet. It's about 9.15. I've been awake for a little bit. Off and on since about 6.30. But uh, my left hip hurts right now. These guys don't know, and they laugh, at, they laugh when I tell them, like, some of the situation of my story and, like, having somebody come in and kick you when you're down like go out of their way they're like nah man that doesn't happen i'm like you want to make a bet i'll show you do people are ruthless if people don't like you and they want to kick you when you're down they'll find a way to do it trust me and when you think you're out of the woods and when you think your background check or whatever is all cleared up and everything's all cleaned up and you're ready to go get a job yeah right dude Good luck with that. But we're we're all gonna we're all cleaning up and waking up right now and getting together and we're gonna do positive things today and not reminisce on negative things and negative people who drag you down. Think about it in the big scheme of things of like where we've all been and Lord too, where he's been and like where we are now, and then you try to like, well, what's your morale like now? How do you feel going into it this week? And, uh, well, last week, you know, we were out in the middle of the desert changing a, a, a flat tire. And so today we're not in the middle of the desert, which is good. So we're a little bit more optimistic, I think, starting off today. But overall, I think the majority of the time we're all this little group of people that we all just kind of just shrug our shoulders and just like, eh, all right. So we're, we're go with the flow type people. And yes, I'm a yes person. I'm always agreeing and trying to get, get getting us to the safest, most fun places as quickly as possible. And sometimes I'm a little bit more enthusiastic. 
than I should be, and that's just, that's part of me. But I mean, yeah, the coffee's done if you guys want to get some coffee, and then um, we'll just go for a walk, and we can go back over to that bridge. I don't want to put air in the tires, really, but we could do that. I mean, it's early enough to where we could just get a coffee, drive down, roll down the hill, put some air in the tires. It says 150 it's really $1.75. You know, who wants to cough up the extra quarter? Which one of you sound guys wants to cough up the extra quarter? See, no one wants to volunteer. But then when you say we want to go on foot, everyone's like, I got it. See. No, I don't think we're going to walk too far today. We don't want to walk all this gear around. I'll think of a plan. Let's go get some coffee right now. So, yeah, what is this, like 800 square feet? Or It's just like a, a flat up there. Top floor, kind of uh, on the outskirts of downtown, that we're all sharing. Like a hostel, some might call it a hostel. But it's it's not like that. Not, not just a bunch of random travelers. We're all on the same team here. Being an intern for someone like that. So if you're an intern for like this, where it's like an audio gig, and you're just learning how to do the sound levels and stuff, and hold the boom stand for the mic. That's one thing. But when you have someone who's like hell-bent on exploiting your um, internships as much as possible and having you like writing articles, going places, interviewing people. The thing about that industry is like the tech sort of uh, trying to break into that entrepreneurship tech industry. Everybody is successful in that industry. Everybody is. But, and they're always looking to hire people. They always want more talent. We have, we've been making so much money, big deals, blah, blah, blah. But they're never hiring anybody. And you never see a dime of that money, like, I don't know, overtly or on the outside. It's just, it's a bunch of people that are so successful. Everyone's doing really well, but no one's willing to either show it and no one's willing to either like hire more people or get specific with numbers all the time. All the time, you see all these tech startups, and I used to, yeah, I'd go tag along and interview with them, start conducting some of the interviews, start asking questions, and they're all positive, it's all positive things, you know, we have all this uh, money inflow, but, like, the truth is, is, like, everyone's just trying to make it through the end of the day, and no one's hiring anybody, and there's not, like, a ton of money going around. Everyone's just trying to, like, bolster themselves up bigger than the next guy, and it's, it's just, like, it's like a incestuous scene of just uh, I have this much money and I'm hiring I have enough room to hire 40 people right you're never going to see 40 people get hired and you're never going to see them driving a nice car you're never going to see any of that but that's what they say on, on paper and that's what I don't know like as you all know back over what right at the beginning of June the last time I got kicked really hard in the stomach the hardest I've ever been kicked though you guys were there and saw sort of the aftermath of that, and everyone's like, oh, we're building this new comp- we're building this new um, warehouse over here, downtown Salt Lake, in uh, the middle of July, and we're looking for six more people, and you can talk to the CEO right there and say, like, yeah, I'd like to, I'm interested, even if it's running Ethernet cables on the top of the warehouse, what do you need me for? Like, oh, well, um, what's your number again? We'll be in touch, and, like, nobody calls you back, no one says anything. It's like, so are you being, are you a successful company or not? Are you guys actually saying what's happening? 
And it's not. It's not. That's not what's really happening. It's just a bunch of lies. A bunch of people trying to look like richer and smarter than the other guy. That they have some better scheme than the other guy. Just realize it's a bunch of schemes. It's like, I don't want to be in that scene anymore. Let's get out of here. So, yeah, that's kind of what it is. But take advantage of those, you know, opportunities. (laughs) Take advantage of the opportunities that you have when you're uh, running, doing an internship, I guess. Some of the interns, I was like, do you guys want to do, try to do like a, uh, like a weekly thing where we're like walking downtown. I'll just record it. We'll come up with a script. Dude, nobody was, nobody wanted to do any of that. They did like a few months ago, but I was trying to get a hold of them. Then it's like, now we're done. Done with the semester. Done with them. So, yeah. That's, that's grumpy old bling talk in the morning. You guys get to deal with that every morning. Probably worse on Sunday. It's just because it's a little bit slower. And I'm always like kind of out of touch in the morning. But that's what even Lord says. He's like, your emotional regulator is jacked in the morning. You can't. We both came up with the uh, conclusions. Like, dude, the first hour that you're awake, don't call or email anybody. Because they get so pissed. I get so pissed sometimes when I, like, start thinking about lost opportunities or lost this and that. Or when people actually, like, went out of their way to make my life worse. Like, went out of their way. Like, they could have just continued living their life just fine. But they had to, like, oh, stop, wait, hold on, they'll set a trap for bling. That's what pisses me off. And then I'll start writing emails and start calling people. So, Lord, a few months ago, this is, I think it first started in February, where he's like, hey. But it wasn't until, like, June. It was, like, June, May, where he said specifically, after you wake up for one hour don't do anything don't he's like don't even talk to me but he's like if you have to talk to somebody talk to me but don't and we started to come up with like the podcast he's all the first hour you wake up start just spewing all of your hate he said that and we were doing that for a minute but it was too like it was too extreme it was too hate filled so we had to back it up the beauty about French vanilla is that it smells great and it tastes great. And you just need a little bit of water or milk. Just a little couple drops of milk in your coffee every morning. And you have yourself a little... It's, it's great. You don't have to add anything else. No sugar, no cream. Just a little bit of milk. You have French vanilla. Three scoops of French vanilla from Dunkin' Donuts. One scoop of Javalia French roast. Four scoops total, fill it up all the way. Hit start. Just a little tiny sip, little tiny, teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny little bit of milk. It's so good. So you guys want to just go out to the bridge or what do you guys want to do with it? Okay, so raise of hands, who wants to go to Devil's Gate? Uh Uh-huh, downtown, nobody. Okay, we'll do a quick little huddle, we'll do We'll fix the tire. We'll just go down $1.75, fix the tire, get air in it, put them all at 34 PSI, and then we'll go up to Devil's Gate. We'll keep track of the air from there, and we'll start the day that way. And that, combined with yesterday, should give us about an hour's worth of good stuff. Okay, and everyone's gone to the bathroom. Oh, there's even an orange gummy bear all the way over here. You guys want to listen to a song?
you guys want to hear a song today, Sunday morning? This is a Sunday morning sound. This is not... This is a totally different experience for you guys. All right, we'll listen to a song. Here's a song. It's called The Anthem of Our Dying Day by Astor Beer. Listening to 
Gangnam Style before we're leaving here. All right. I think my ID and my credit card is still in the car, so we're good to go. We're going to go fill up the car now. Oh, I forgot the coffee. Hang on. I cannot, cannot forget about the coffee. Oh, yeah. Did you guys like the song, The Anthem of Our Dying Day? First, when that song first came out, I wasn't the biggest fan, though. Um, I, I had to warm up to it. I think it was because the singer didn't look like the way that I had imagined, or the singer wasn't the way that the voice sounded, so I didn't like the song for a minute. But now I love the song. I think it's a great song. Thanks for listening to it. I hope you guys liked it. All right, we got the coffee. Um, we're headed out. Let's go. Spit fuck. Steady, steady. Yeah, the light is still on. Okay, there's my ID and my credit card as planned. So we're going. Let's go get some air. We're gonna put in 34 psi. The factory is 32. Or it might be. We'll just put in 33. We'll put in 33. That way everybody's happy. Factory is 32. We'll put it at 33. And we'll drive it down this gate. Hopefully the light stays off forever. If it doesn't, <laughs> if it doesn't, oh well. Like, what are we gonna do? What am I gonna do? Nothing. There's nothing I could do if it doesn't stay off. If it doesn't stay off, I just have to fix it again. It's a continual, perpetual fixing of the car, dude. Everything in everything in life is like that, though. It's a perpetual, like, fixing a problem, stopping a leak. And just when you think, I don't know, you got something fixed or something figured out, that's when somebody comes off from the sideline and goes, hey, remember me, dipshit? And that's when they kick you in the face and kick you in the stomach, and you're like, oh, yeah, this sucks. Thanks for reminding me how bad my life sucks. Hey, thanks for coming out of the woodwork. I appreciate it. People are dicks. That's why I hate lawyers. I hate all lawyers. I hate all police, but... Now you guys are witnesses. I said it out loud. Because, dude, the thing is, is they'll they'll say anything just to have billable hours. They'll say, "Oh yeah, we can do that." Oh yeah, that's totally. Oh, they broke the law. We have to get them for this. And when the dust settles, it's like, no, man, you're just charging. You're just ruining people's lives and charging people a bunch of money per hour while you're ruining them. Like it's basically a hitman for hire, except. You can, you don't, they're not killing anybody. They're just fucking around with paperwork and shit. <clears throat> Making your life as hard, as miserable as possible. And they're getting paid for it. And nobody cares. And, and that's, like, nobody cares. The system doesn't care. The, the commissioners, the judges, they don't care. Dude, the commissioner could care less about any of your problems. And the fact that you didn't file it on the right paperwork, well... That's going to cost you. <laughs> if you wait three months to figure out if you've got a home to live in or not, and during those three months you've been kind of like on the street, only to have like your court date show up, and the judge is like, oh, you need to fill, fill out this. The oh, well, all right. Back under the bridge, like things just got even more shittier, like instantaneously. A culmination of three months into five minutes. And that's like, uh, 
Not so bad underneath the bridge after all, you know? It's kind of nice under the bridge to start talking yourself into it. I, I kind of like the view from over here. You know, it's this lakefront property, a lot of people pay a lot of good money to have a lakefront property. We're just here on the bridge right next to the canal for free. We don't have to pay anybody. They should be paying us. No, man. It, and people think when I start going down that road and start, like, complaining and getting all soapboxy and stupid like I do, people are like, that doesn't happen. Whatever Bling's talking about, he's just making it up. Because that's not how it works. And probably, no, you're right. That's probably not how it works nine times out of ten. But if you are that ten out of ten, you're that person, um, then you'll be like, no, he's right. Bling's right. And there's probably people with even worse stories than mine. No, matter of fact, I know that there's people with worse stories than mine. Because I've talked to them that have gone to actual, like, jail for days, like 90 days, because somebody said something uh, that wasn't true. They went to jail for, like, 90 days. And in my head, I'm like, that will never happen to me. That kind of thing will never happen to me. I said that about so many things that ended up happening to me. So, I, as far as I'm concerned, I'm like, I have a three-month stay in jail right now. I have a free ticket in jail right now. Like that's how I'm looking at things. Whether or not it's true, I don't know. But I just don't. I don't want to go to jail ever. It's like people talk about human rights and all this stuff all the time, but they don't even think about like jails and prisons and human rights. Well, that's what they get for doing. Really, people that were late on their child support. I, mean, I guess that's what this dude said. I don't have any kids. I don't pay child support. All right, let's um, let's see if this thing. Let's see which ones, which ones empty, which ones have, which tire is low. Let's go. Okay, boys and girls, the moment of truth. I inflated them all to thirty-three. The light is still on. Check tire pressure is what the thing says to me. Okay, well, we did. Uh, <laughs> we just kind of did. But they're all at 33. The front right one was at 29. Which had me a little bit. And I think this... Okay, the light is off now. The light is off. I didn't put any of the caps back on either. I don't want to have any variables, nothing weird. Just want to... um. Let's get to Devil's Gate. Keep a monitored situation. We'll stay abreast of things. How much longer do we have to go? Do I have to go? A couple more minutes? Right. I'm sure that family has a very long, rich pedigree, but according to those that family back there, that long, rich pedigree of family was very ugly people. Very, very unattractive. Tall Cletus looking. Look at that pointy haired girl over there, mom. Kind of thing. Ridiculous. We're also at, I have so far so good. Everything's good. We're at Devil's Gate, also known as Donner Hill. And so, for all the fans at home listening right now, 
We're going to read a little snippet. I'm going to read the whole plaque over here. Donner Hill, lured by Lansford Hastings' assurance that his shortcut from the well-known trail to Oregon and California would save 250 miles and weeks of travel, the ill-fated Donner Reed party reached this place August 23rd, 1846, exactly however many years ago, because today's August 22nd. So do the math. About 80 years ago. After spending 16 or 180, is it 100? It's not 100 days, yeah, 180 days. After spending 16 days to hack out a 36-mile road through the Wasatch Mountains, here at this narrow mouth of the canyon, they were stopped by what seemed impenetrable brush and boulders. Bone-weary of that kind of labor, they decided instead to goad the oxen to climb the hill in front of you. Twelve-year-old Virginia Reed later recalled that nearly every yoke of oxen was required to pull each of the party's 23 wagons up the hill. After this ordeal, the oxen needed rest, but there was no time. The party pushed on to the salt flats, where many of the oxen gave out. This caused delays, which led to disaster in the Sierra Mountains. A year later, July 22, 1847, Brigham Young's pioneer party, following the Donners and benefiting from their labor, reached this spot. William Clayton recorded their decision. We found the road crossing the creek again to the south and then ascending a very steep high hill. It is so very steep as to be almost impossible for heavy wagons to ascend. Colonel Markham and another man went over the hill and returned up the canyon to see if a road cannot be cut through and avoid this hill. Brother Markham says a good road can soon be made through the bushes some 10 or 15 rods. A number of men went to work immediately to make the road. After spending about four hours of labor, the brethren succeeded in cutting a pretty good road along the creek, and the wagons proceeded on. Among the lessons learned that day was one stated succinctly by Virginia Reed in a letter to prospective emigrants back home, hurry along as fast as you can and never take no shortcuts. Did you guys get all that? Does that sound fine? You want to just wrap it up here? Or do you want to go back in there first? Because I don't know if we get... Okay, let's just go back. You want to just end it with that last story then? With this wheelchair? So we're at, we're at the Devil's Gate here. Wash that we were in the other day with the trees. With the narrow slot canyons and the flash flooding and the hoosets. Well, I think it's really cool that you guys hung out uh, all day with me today and yesterday and this morning. Uh, so far, the tires look good. We're just going to hang out here for another few minutes and uh, call it a day. So I think it's really cool that you guys are here. If I don't say bye in a few minutes, then I meant to say bye right now. Um, yeah, man. hope you guys have a good rest of your Sunday, good rest of your weekend, and I will talk to you some other time. Well, dude, I would come over here sometimes, like, in the morning like we are now, and there'd be people over here. And last, I think it was last Sunday or Saturday, I think it was last Saturday, I was over here and there's two chicks, like, just hanging out. We're like, we were here last night. I don't know. Talking about that wheelchair that's out front of there, and I was like, you girls know where that wheelchair came from? And they thought I was trying to bust them, just because I'm like this old man walking up. They're like, dude, that was here when we got, that wasn't here last night, and they're like, it was here this morning. So these chicks are always coming over here, but they can't get that door open. There's a big steel door, and they just keep trying. There's a bunch of broken glass, cinder blocks, whatever. I don't know. It looks like a nice day.
No, I've turned into that guy where with like dudes come over and they're all broken hearted and like, oh, my girlfriend or my boyfriend, whatever. I'm that guy that's just like, you're better off without him, man. Like, you're better off alone, trust me. It's going to be hard right now and it's going to be a hard couple weeks. But once you get catch your stride on your own, you're going to be a lot happier on your own. You're, you'll be happier without her, trust me, man. I'm always, always that voice of reassurance and, and reason on how much better your life is going to be without her. And I was the same way. I was like, it doesn't feel better. I don't feel better. I don't like what you're saying. I want to get back with her. Dude, and now I'm the guy that's like, you're better off without her. You don't need her. To all the other dudes that want to get back. Because, man, dude, some people are evil. Just full on, like, born evil come out of the womb like evil and mo the majority of them are women yes they are they'll ruin your shit for you quick if you're not careful like if you think yeah i'm not gonna uh, no no i think we're good here let's check on that wasp nest but i'm never when they're always like oh i feel sorry i'm always like dude you're gonna be so much better off i remember exactly when it happened too Although they already rebuilt everything. It's like nothing ever happened. Oh yeah, I took a chunk out of that back. Dang. And it looks like someone else might have clipped the front, but they already... Nah, they patched that up quick. Dang, these wasps are something else. That's a big... That's the size of a bowling ball. Really though, when you peel away all the misery that you're going through right now, when you get to like the nuts and bolts of things, all that really matters is today and being alive right now. Mindfulness, staying in the present, don't get caught up in the past, don't just learn from your mistakes and move on. And don't let people into your life. Stay, stay closed up, build those walls up high, and never ever let anyone into your circle because <laughs> it hurts too much. Protect yourself. That is all.